Hello and welcome to episode 122 of the comedy podcast. No, sorry, we're having a bit of a laugh here. It's the True Achievements podcast. I'm Rich. I'm here with Dave. Hello. Hi. And Jack. Hello. Bonjour. He's going all French. (laughs) It's multilingual today. Why not? Embrace it. So let's talk about what we've been playing straight in there. It's not been a particularly busy week. I have started Trailblazers after you guys raved about it last week. Okay. Um, I thought it was quite good. Uh-huh. I wouldn't go too much further than that. It's quite difficult. Yeah. I think I need to unlock some new cars or new characters or something. Mm-hmm. But I struggled a bit at the beginning. There's quite a few of the achievements that are very easy to do in like custom games. So you can create a custom game off of the main campaign. And go and pop a load of those. I haven't done that yet. I was sort of saving them for yeah, a potentially of, a contest. A lot of them are just perform so many actions with a certain character, stuff like that. Yeah, or on a certain track or something or other. So all of that's very easy to do by manually customizing your games. Uh, so And they've got still got massive TAs. But I'm playing it normally, I've got three achievements for 75 Gs, but it looks like it's going to be a very, very long game. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's about- also, there's lots of annoying little cartoony chat in between each I level. just hammered the A button and skipped for all of that so annoying that wasn't great but it was alright I mean the racing is quite good fun and the concept is brilliant like the paint the paint dropping and the speeding up is really good I also played Far Cry 3 the classic edition uh, god this, uh, playing that obviously I was raving about the opening scene of Far Cry 5 it's got another brilliant opening scene. It's not as good as Far Cry 5, but it's really well done, that opening scene of Far Cry 3. The game is not particularly pretty, I would say. Obviously, it looks a bit better than the 360, but you can tell that the assets aren't particularly detailed, or the ones does they're it, working with. Does it not feel like they've done much to it, then? Is it just a straight not really. Pop? I mean, it's a long time since I've played the original, to be fair. Um, it is good to be playing it again, though. The, I mean, the map looks very like Ubi's first go at a big map. The map is a bit rubbish um, compared to the, the beautiful things we see now. But it's still a brilliant game. Really, really good. I'm only right at the beginning, but I have already popped five achievements for 50 Gamer Score because I'm quite leet. Have they uh, chopped quite a bit out of it? Because I've noticed, like, they, when did it come out? Was it like Tuesday or something like that? It was available. Yes. And people were tweeting me like Thursday with the 1,000 Gamer Score. And mm. I, I seem to recall it was a, a really, really long game, like putting 50, 60 hours into it or something. So. I think it probably comes down to how you play it, because it's open world and you can go off and do your own thing. But if you're going straight from point A to point B, you're well-versed in the game, you've played it before. That's true. probably cut out a lot of that. Yeah, I think the problem is as well, I've made the conscious decision to go and do the hunting stuff early, because you really need to have um, four guns and you need to have... Uh, bigger pouches for your ammo and a big wallet to store stuff in your syringes and all that jazz. Um, I expect some people might be playing it on easy as well because there's no, as far as I'm aware, there's no difficulty level achievements. So you can obviously get through the game much quicker on easy. But they have, I know they chucked all the online stuff out. So there was a load of co op stuff. And I think there was some multiplayer achievements as well. All of that's been taken out. So you wouldn't have to grind at all with any of the online. So that may have affected it. Basically, it's, it's still a great game. Very, very cool. It does throw, you know, like there's, in all Far Cry games, there's some weird hallucinogenic sections. <laughs> yeah. um, there is one of them really early, and I was like, oh, no, I just don't, don't enjoy all that nonsense. But the game's cool. Um, I've been attacked by those little beaver things quite a lot. Oh, the, <laughs> the famous beavers. Oh, the, the honey badgers. Yeah, that's it. Not beavers. <laughs> oh, beavers on the brain. Uh, 
let's move on. Let's move on quickly. Um, Jack, you've been playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah, I've played a little bit more of it. So churning through the story, and I'm actually quite enjoying it. It's nice okay. to have an yeah, Assassin's Creed game set in set in London. Yeah, hearing all the Cockney accents oh, when you're mate. running around. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we've got some Assassin's Creed news uh, coming up soon as well. Dave, can't talk about what you've been playing, unfortunately, okay. but hopefully we can talk about that next week. Yes. From uh, the 5th, whenever that is. <laughs> from the 5th, yes. That is Tuesday, I think. Well, not that we'll be recording a podcast on Tuesday, but check the site on Tuesday if you want to learn about Codemaster's new racer. Let's talk about some streams. Jack. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we played this on uh, Tuesday, and this was an interesting one. So each level is a spherical world, and you control a small ship that's moving on the outside of the sphere. It's basically a bit of a puzzle platform. It's going from point A to point B. Um, you've got a starting position. You have to traverse either over kind of narrow platforms, try and avoid enemies, avoid lasers, and other stuff. And when you get to point B, it gives you a time for finishing the level, and then you move straight on to the next one. Uh, each level has, you can just complete it to move on, or you can try and complete it and get the goal time, which is usually quite quick. And you're going to have to utilize the boost mechanic, which is on the right Ooh. trigger for that. Okay. Slowly introduced more enemies and more mechanics as you progress through the levels, and they did get very tricky towards the end. So I think the final level we completed on the stream it probably took us about 15 or 20 minutes to get okay. through. But How many levels are we talking? Um, we got through four zones. So you have, it was probably five or six levels in each zone. And okay. you just started, it was alpha, beta, um, and we got to beta. delta. Yeah, or beta, yeah. Proper way to say. It did get, as I say, very tricky though, and it was about fifteen to twenty minutes on the last level. Unfortunately, you can't move on to the next level until you completed the last one. So even though we weren't going for the time on the last one, mm. we just struggled beating it normally. So. Okay, not quite as late as me. Yeah, I'll show you how it's done. <laughs> uh, you did quite well with the achievements. Ten. Uh, apologies if my PC starts making noises it's gone weird today it's effectively wiped itself so <laughs> lots of things making noises that shouldn't um you got 10 achievements for 210 gamer score which is quite a healthy yeah. 10 achievements in one hour is pretty good yeah not too bad a couple of achievements for dying so oh brilliant standard. i would definitely be good at that yep i, uh, okay. I kind of jumped in this a couple of times i didn't really watch it was it are you moving the world are you moving your so ship? you don't have control of a world you move the ship on the world but then depending on the kind of direction you're facing it spins the world around a little bit as well right okay so you're you do indirectly affect the rotation of the sphere you're on but were you like always kind of central in the screen yeah always central in the screen yeah okay, okay. It's good fun, though. Uh, then we moved on to Super Hyperactive Ninja. Quality name. And this was a bit crazy. Um, it was a. Oh, did you before we move on to this? Did you find out why it's called Ooh Ascension? No, I didn't actually. There was no but no singing like that in the background. The time, the kind of goal time on the levels was called the Ooh time. Oh, I guess it's a play on the spherical nature of the levels or something. Yeah. Oh, because they're always a circular. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Don't know. Right. Sorry. Super hyperactive ninja. Yeah. So this was a platformer, and you played a ninja, 
you had a coffee bar at the top of stream at the top of stream. There are lots of coffee, coffee bar. Yeah, there's a bar that showed how much coffee you had. If your coffee bar ran out, you fell asleep. You had to pick up <laughs> coffee as you were going through the level. <laughs> um, you could hold the right trigger to kind of go into hyper mode. And in hyper mode, you'd just start running forwards. You couldn't change your direction unless you jumped and then jumped off a wall. Oh, wow. um, you couldn't actively attack enemies. You could only kill them from approaching them from behind. You'd run into them when they were facing away from you. And they'd then be killed or kind of like fall over and fall asleep or whatever. Um, if you run out of coffee, you fell asleep on the level and the level had ended and you'd have to restart. It's kind of short levels. The checkpoints did seem a little bit unforgiving, but it was nice that they did have checkpoints because it was very tricky. And it felt just really clunky, the running mechanic and going into hyper mode. Oh, it, yeah, it was just uh, the controls didn't do it justice, I think. Uh, okay. Shame. Uh, you got eight achievements for 135Gs, which isn't too bad either. Uh, right, I streamed uh, I Hate Running Backwards yesterday with Ollie, uh, which we were a bit confused when the screen popped up. There's no control guide. There's no instructions as to what to do, but you can play local co-op, so we dive straight into that. And then immediately we realised why the game is called I Hate Running Backwards because you you are literally can only fire down the screen and run. So you're facing the bottom of the screen vertically and you can shoot in that direction, but you can only move up, okay. i.e. backwards, um, which is weird. So the screen automatically scrolls. Uh, enemies will appear from the bottom and you can shoot them. You have lots of different weapons that you can pick up. There's crates lying around all, all the way across the screen. The game was odd. It was quite straightforward at the beginning. The levels were really long, so you probably play for 10 minutes before you get to the boss, and it's constant shooting for that 10 minutes, like proper streams of bullets, um, which run out quite quickly, so you do need to constantly pick up the crates. But then you get the final level boss, and we got to that point maybe three or four times in the stream in the hour, and he just instantly killed us every time. So we finally came up with a plan on the last go, which we got about... We hit him a few times, but it was really tricky. Um, and we managed to get his health down by about 20%, I reckon. Um, we were nowhere near beating him on any occasion in the whole hour. And that's just the first boss. So this game is seriously difficult. I don't know whether it ramps the difficulty up because there was two of us playing it, or it's just brutally hard. But if you had to do all of that... If it was the same number of enemies as a single player, it would obviously be even harder than, than we found it. Uh, it was quite enjoyable, though. I did quite enjoy it. There's some cool sound effects. If you pick up a, a pickup that is for super ultimate damage or something, there's a cool little guitar riff that fires off in the background. But it's pretty manic game, uh, sort of bullet hell type thing, but you're running through landscape. Uh, you can also smash all the environment that's around you as you're flying up the screen or walking backwards up the screen. Uh, using the A button, and we eventually figured out that there was another different weapon on the left trigger, but with no controls and no real clue what to do, it was pretty pretty difficult um, to know what was going on. But it was quite enjoyable, but I was a bit done after about 45 minutes, I think. And then you played Disco Dodgeball Remix. Oh, by the way, we've got seven achievements for 130 Gs. Nice. Yeah, so Disco Dodgeball Remix, it does what it says on the tin, really. It's a uh, dodgeball game, and each of the levels seems to be set in a disco, so you've got flashing lights going off, and it just felt very Tron-like with the kind of primary colours and 
other stuff and you're literally throwing dodgeballs at people that are disco balls as well okay um, you had the ability to charge your throws up um, so if you held the right trigger down you could get more distance on it the ball would end up hitting the person quicker you also had a jump which you could charge up as well but the jump seemed it didn't really jump you that high and it was a bit useless uh, we had a person of the stream that played the game and thousand g'd it and they basically said wow. avoid the jump don't bother using it you don't need it okay um, it was quite good fun it had loads of different game modes on it so you had the kind of team deathmatch which was a bit of a standard dodgeball mode there's an arcade mode where you had money and perks and you worked through your levels and could buy additional things to help you and you had to try and beat all of the levels in one go uh, there's a hoop mode which was kind of dodgeball meets basketball and there'd be a golden ball in the arena somewhere you'd pick that up and you'd have to run down to where your enemies had spawned and there was a hoop that you could only shoot for shoot from if you were aiming backwards down the arena towards your side um, it was kind of vertically on the screen and you'd get a point if the ball went through and it, yeah, it was quite good fun uh, it had bots in it as well so we played local multiplayer to start with and it populated the rest of the teams with bots which was good fun online we didn't seem to find anybody else was playing but again it populated the teams with bots so there's no issues finding matches nice. in that regard and it was quite good fun i honestly didn't know what to expect and i think a lot of people in the stream didn't know what to expect either but by the end of it we were all pleasantly surprised i think cool that sounds interesting i'll have to check that one out that yeah quite up my alley. i think we got one achievement for 50 gamer score we had a different account signed in for this one so okay. the idea that's cool um okay today we are streaming the closed beta of the crew 2 which will have happened by the time you listen to this podcast so we'll let you know how that went next week um next week we are streaming yoku's island express which is a platformer based on pinball mechanics uh which our review went up this week and we gave it 3.5 out of 5 um but it's very well regarded i think uh on metacritic's doing a bit better than that um so i'm looking forward to playing that one we're also playing shift quantum which is a another platformer where you can change the it's like a mono levels and you can flip between can black and white and, yeah. yeah and so the, the the platforms are initially black and then they turn to white or something when you shift so that looks quite interesting then we're playing zam redux and oh brilliant osa the hollywood roast i think people quite enjoyed the last osa game we streamed so that should be quite entertaining um join us for the streams we're giving away games in every one thank you to everyone that joined us this week it was a fun time uh let's move on to some news dave all right so we got the games with gold titles announced for june rather controversially so mm. uh, right so on the xbox one throughout the whole of june you've got Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia, which is the last of the three to come to Games with Gold. So you can now get the whole series for that. Then on the Xbox One from June 16th to July the 15th, you've got a gold bundle in Smite. So it's a free-to-play game, Smite. And uh, the bundle's like a $100 kind of in-game currency crew, you know, loads of goodies inside. So people didn't seem very happy that they were giving away <laughs> stuff for a free game, but if you look at it, it's a hundred dollar pack. That so when you people are happy at getting a ten dollar game, but weren't happy with a hundred dollar pack. So yeah, so. we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and then on the three hundred and sixty, we have Sonic and All Stars Racing transformed from June the first to June the fifteenth, and then closing out the month, Lego Indiana Jones two. 
Is that a good one? Have you played that one, Dave? I don't think there's any good Lego games, is there? <laughs> oh, controversial. Yeah, man. I think they're good the first time through. The second time, it gets a bit... Yeah, a bit I've kind of made myself sick of Lego games, to be honest. I've churned through too many in too short of time. Okay. I haven't played one for a while. The last one I played was um, Lego City Undercover, which I quite enjoyed, but that's a very different yeah. um, type of game. Um, okay, let's talk about the controversy here then. So we had a question in the mailbag on this. Tyler asked us, uh, what are your thoughts about Games with Gold basically giving DLC to Smite, which is already a free game? Would it be okay if Games with Gold gave away a season pass for free, but not the actual game? That's a good question. It's a slightly different, I guess, idea because you'd have to buy a game in order to be able to use a season pass. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I don't really like these sorts of games anyway, the massive free-to-play. Is this an MMORPG? No, it's like a MOBA in it, I think. Yeah, massive online battle arena. Okay. Oh, so it's a bit more lively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, maybe I would quite like this. Um, I don't know, maybe I'll give it a go. I suppose that's that's the whole point. Do you know what the gold bundle entitles you to? Does it give you a load of weapons and things like that? Oh, I've never played Smite. Has anyone ever played Smite? I've never ever played Smite. I haven't played it, no. Okay. Well, the good news is if you decide to play it, there's a whopping 13,888 TA up for grabs. Yeah, the uh, And 3,630 gamer score. I wonder how much you have to spend to uh, to get all of that. Oh, some healthy ratios on here. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a massive fan of doing this, I have to say. I, I agree with the general consensus that it's not, not great. Dave? Yeah, I mean, it, in terms of value, it's great. It's $100, but... I'd, I'd definitely prefer a game because <laughs> mm. if it's there, you've played it already. You know, it's free to play. If you wanted to play it, you probably played it. So, I mean, for some people who play it a lot, it's probably great getting at this big, massive bundle. But for everybody else, yeah. it's like, mm, not really bothered. And yeah. As per giving away season passes, I don't think that would work just for the fact that people would have to be out buy the game that people just go mental on. Yeah. <laughs> they could do like June games with gold as the game and then. July yeah. is the season pass for the game. I think they tend to be pretty good with uh, DLC and content anyway. Usually if um, something goes games of gold, there's a bit of a discount, isn't there? Yeah, yeah that's true. DLC and stuff. And I think it'd be a huge rebranding of games of gold because it'd have to become games and season passes with gold. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, games and DLC with gold. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the rest of the games then. So we're not massively into Smite. I haven't played any of the Chronicles games yet. Well, that's the third. That's the th- all three now that have been games of gold. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, um, I'll have to check those out. They're uh, sort of platformery versions of the Assassin's Creed. Yeah, games, so right? 2D, 3D platformer. Yeah. Okay. And Sonic and All Stars, they're always quite good, good games, those Sonic games. Yeah, I saw a lot of hype around that on Reddit, actually. A lot of people comparing it to Mario Kart, stuff like yes. that. So yes. it should be good. That, that's probably the only one of those that I'd play. Oh, maybe I might dip into Lego Indiana Jones 2, but I haven't played the first one. So, no, it's not a particularly strong month for me, I have to say. Um, yeah, it feels like they've put the Smite one in there just so that they can say the total value of this is $159 uh, rather than $40 or $50 that it'd be without it. Um, yeah, not a great month unless you like Smite, I guess. Some Gears of War achievements, Dave. What, what, we say, do we say this every month? It seems At least so once not. a month we mention this. So they've now added, uh, there's another 15. I think the 15 actually hit this morning, maybe, or yesterday. Okay. I think they're actually alive now. But, it's a yeah, it's a never-ending game at this point, isn't it? And they seem to be adding 
more difficult achievements in each time rather than giving you some some simple gimmies that you can just crack out quickly. But yeah, 15, the list, I'm pretty certain it's hit. And it's all kind of weapons-based thing as far as I can tell. So it's all multiplayer stuff if you're into that. But I saw quite a few people were... Because we, we did the story, we kind of got mentioned and we were getting mentioned in people's tweets to you know, like Gears developers mm. and stuff going mental and <laughs> I don't think people are happy that I don't know it's if you bought the game and you like it then to keep getting updates and more reasons to play it is great isn't yeah. it yeah but, but it's not actually more content is it it's just harder yeah, yeah just harder difficulties and more, <laughs> more stuff, so. um we haven't got the list yet um, so no we'll we'll do a story as soon as we do yeah we've had a couple of questions on this from Dave Crow and Glenn Smith, who both us very very similar things. Uh, achievements are great, that's why we're all here, but with Gears of War 4 soon to be adding another bunch, should we ever tell devs to just stop? Which other games, if any, have gone too far? Uh, also, I don't think I'll ever 100% this game. And that's that's the real problem here, isn't it? For completionists, this game is an absolute nightmare. I mean, the, all the Gears games are with their series of achievements anyway, but this one in particular that they've just decided to... Well, it's just constantly moving the goalposts, isn't it? With the other seriously stuff, it was kind of set to a degree. Yeah, that's true. You know what you're going yeah. for. Uh, but to keep on adding these... And I don't think achievements for the sake of, for the sake of achievements are a particularly great idea anyway. If you're going to add new content, that's completely different. But I think quite a lot of these title updates have had no new content, just harder achievements or a new difficulty level. Or, or just like a, a new game mode or something that's just a yeah. variation well, on something else. But yeah, I don't... I mean, a new game mode is, is, is certainly better than yeah. just a whole load of new achievements that mm-hmm. don't don't really deserve... I don't know whether these are stackable ones so that if you've already done these things, they'll unlock. I know the last ones weren't, which a lot of people were quite upset about. But yeah, I'm not really a fan. I mean, if I was... It's Giz- I didn't even enjoy Gears of War 4. Is that a controversial opinion? thought it was no, pretty poor i've still not finished the campaign it's that no i haven't either <laughs> um just just didn't find it very exciting so to add loads more i think they should definitely have stopped a while ago but as i say it's not it's not costing them anything i mean it would have would have taken them 10 minutes to knock this pack up mm-hmm. no, literally 10 minutes <laughs> and they need some bot they need some art for the achievements that's literally where all the time would have come from and coming up with a name for them yeah stop please stop no more and then you've got the other I, end of the spectrum, like FIFA World Cup mode. Big new oh, mode. Let's talk about that. And no new achievements. What are they doing? Yeah, that is terrible, isn't it? Is that free DLC? Yeah, it's free. And there's, so you, if you, I had a little go of it the other day. You've got all the, you know, there was already international teams in, but there's like a proper mode for the World Cup with all the new stadiums and you can actually play the World Cup and stuff. Okay. And there's new ultimate team content so you can get packs, you know, with like, Ronaldo in his Portugal kit and stuff like that. So these new modes for that. So there's quite a bit of stuff there for free. Like, why not just mm. add another 500 games score for winning the, yeah, know, win the totally. World Cup and win a few Ultimate Team games or something like it? Yeah, I'd be all over Disappointing. That. Gotta love the Russians. Let's um, let's move on then. So were there any other games that have gone too far with the achievements? There probably are. Uh, I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head. I can't. I think games like Smite, which is that oh, they, yeah, constant quite. updates... Um, Those free-to-play ones yeah. add stuff constantly, don't they? Mm. That's coming with content, though, so that, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, that's very different. Bad, that's so. very different, yeah. Agreed. Uh, Brick Breaker. <laughs> just, just, just having a list This is a show where I haven't mentioned Brick Breaker. Uh, okay, then we got some very exciting news for people that are fans of Fallout. 
Yeah, and one that I'm sure you'll buy and then realise you shouldn't have done. Um, <laughs> so Fallout 76 has been revealed. There's very little to go on. There was like a minute-long trailer that didn't really show anything. Uh, obviously, a teaser ahead of their E3 conference next week. A lot of speculation, like what type of game it is. People are hinting it might be like an online multiplayer game similar to uh, Elder Scrolls Online. People are speculating it might be like, do you remember that Fallout shelter thing they did? Something yes. Like that. Uh, there was that, all the base building stuff in Fallout 4, so the people are speculating something around building bases and even as far yeah, as awesome. um, Battle Royales in Fallout. So we'll have to say that there's not... There's, Loads of people who obviously know a lot about Fallout are hinting at certain things, but none of it makes yeah. any sense to me. I don't know anything about it. We'll have to wait and see. But no, I do love the graphic style. I have to say, all the what's he called? Fat boy, Pit boy, Pit boy, Pit boy. <laughs> not fat boy. That would be very on PC. Um, Pit boy. Yeah, I love all those those cartoony drawings. That looks awesome. And I, do, I do like the presentation of the trailer. It reminded me sort. Of, it's got a bit of a Bioshock vibe, hasn't it? The whole way they do all that stuff and i really like that but i didn't really get on with any of the games um they're too slow for me uh so i won't be getting this one but well, they've got a pretty good conference ahead haven't they fallout and they got rage 2 already Ooh, like, that we know yes. about so, so we're nearly at e3 aren't we yeah this time next week yeah getting we'll very excited about e3 stacking up on red bulls and doritos to sit at three yeah o'clock. so ubi's one is the first one is that right i think no, I, no, I'm not sure. I think it's it, normally it's Bethesda first. Oh, Bethesda's first. Or yeah. maybe EA because they do their own little thing now, don't they? That's yeah. Okay, we'll be bringing you um, podcasts straight after E3, the Microsoft presentation. Hopefully, that's the plan. We might even live. Should we live do it? That's a good idea, isn't it? Didn't we try that last year? I can't remember if it worked. Did it on YouTube? We could do it on Mixer, couldn't we? We could. Uh... Yeah, we'll do it on Mixer. Yeah, Mixer so if you watch it. the Microsoft conference um, next week, we will live pod afterwards, or even during we could, potentially, if we'll all be busy. But yeah. uh, definitely afterwards, and we'll record that, and we'll put it out as an extra show. Uh, I can't wait for that. I'm getting really excited about Microsoft's show, and I'm bound to be let down as, as ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, other news. Yeah, so remember, I think it was last month they announced that Xbox Rewards was going to switch and change into part of Microsoft Rewards. Um, I think it's in the US only for insiders, but that there's like a new app that you can go on now and start earning points. I went on my computer version of Microsoft Rewards and I can see that there's some Xbox related stuff in there now this month. There was stuff like buy Cuphead and you get 2,000 points. And it seems quite reasonable. Like I think you can earn points for doing Bing searches and stuff like that. Yes. So you, can, you can just basically click on image search and it gives you related searches and just keep flicking to them until you do the the 30 per day that you can do to earn points. And it's like, I think you can get, I don't know, you get points for spending money, but now there's obviously Xbox-related stuff and there was Cuphead and another game. I can't remember what it was buying that. So it, it should seem... I don't know, it seems a bit fairer than the rewards because that kind of got a bit disappointing to me towards the end. Yeah, I just gave up on it in the end. Okay, we haven't... We just mentioned Sonic. Yeah. So another this, one. Yeah, a new arcade racer called Team Sonic Racing has been announced. There's a, a trailer on there doesn't, again, show a great deal. I think it's all kind of building up to E3. But uh, trailer screens look quite interested. Online co-op local co-op these are kinds of stuff going on so it looks pretty cool if you're into those arcade races 
Yes, which I certainly am. Uh, no date yet. It's just coming in the winter, but it's available pre-order now and stuff. So it looks quite polished from that, but you don't know if that's like a CGI trailer or anything like that. I'll have to wait and see. Jember the now famous Walmart leak from <laughs> a month ago or so. Um, was it Horizons 5? Yeah, well, some of it's actually coming true. So we obviously, the Rage 2, it was officially announced. Um, there was an Assassin's Creed game on there this morning or late last night. The Assassin's Creed Twitter account tweeted a little message saying, we'll see you at E3. Um, the game's going to be called Assassin's Creed Odyssey. There's a, a clip that was literally five minutes, uh, five seconds. Sorry, five seconds, if that, yeah. Just of somebody kicking somebody off a cliff. So we'd, there's <laughs> nothing to go off. The, the logo kind of looks Roman or Greek, I'd, get, I'd say. Which, yeah, maybe. And makes sense because if you played Origins, the end... At that game, Aya, who was like the female character, she went to Italy. So Roman would probably make sense. Yes, was, I agree. There was also a lot of Greek that was part of the game. There was like the the culture struggle between the Greeks coming to Egypt and Romans coming to Egypt and Egyptians and stuff. So Greek would also make sense. So and my guess is it's going to be a follow-on game, but that's purely speculation. But Yeah, it would make sense, wouldn't it? Can't wait. Um, and we, are, we would expect it this year, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, the, traditionally they've had that yearly release schedule. That I, mm, they only had one year off, didn't they? So. I mean, Origins was really well polished. Like, yeah. and they seem to have got, like, they've got, like, a good set of mechanics down now that kind of change the game. So it makes sense if they can whip out the assets and stuff and come up with a good story to release another this year, I think. Yeah, I like the name. Odyssey is a good name. Yeah. but So we'll learn more next week. Yeah, June the 12th for us at, like, what time is it? 9pm, so that's a late one. You get your pizza in for that one. <laughs> uh, looking forward to it. And then uh, another game that was also on the Walmart leak is official, Lego DC Super Villains. So we're getting another Lego game. The basis of this one is that you're going to play the game from, like, the the normal DC villain side, so you know, Joker and all that kind of stuff. Ooh. The the, the story, like, the, the Justice League have vanished and there's a, a new set of heroes who turn out to be anti-heroes and then you as the baddies are actually the goodies, but I'm guessing it's just going to be the usual open-world hub, collect stud, smash stuff. I would imagine, and yeah. And then play the game again to... It's not going to be a first-person shooter, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, if you like that type of thing, then that's going to be coming on October the 16th in North America, October the 19th in Europe. Cool. Uh, we had some back compact news, some quite big games this week. Yeah, so we had Saints Row, Saints Row Gas Out of Hell, and Toy Box Turbos. Uh, they're live on back compact now. You can go and play them. And then we've got an announcement that some new titles coming to back compact next week. This is some Rockstar Games, San Andreas, Midnight Club LA, and Table Tennis. Cool. Midnight Club's a good game. Yeah. I had to do one of the achievements in that for uh, GTS, uh, not GTSC, for UHH uh, this year. And it was really polished, actually. Very good game. The GTA Table Tennis is good as well. Um, quite weird because it's the 360 and the original Xbox version. Oh, Okay. So you can even play. Yeah. I bet that original Xbox version hasn't aged that well. <laughs> From what people were saying in the comments, I don't think the 360 <laughs> one was very good to start with. So, uh, <laughs> really, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, right, let's move on to the mailbag. 
Yeah, so we we had loads this week, so we've had to trim it back. Um, so sorry if you didn't get it answered this week, but E3 speculation week next week, so send them in then. Right, so the first question this week is from Dr. Mpai. Uh, with, with E3 right around the corner, which leak do you want wish to be real? Also, the Fallout game, do you think it will be an MMO? Okay, so we don't know much about the Fallout game. Yeah. I could... Oh. I don't know, MMO seems like it's quite an effort to build one of those if you've never done it before. Yeah, but they did it with um, Elder Scrolls Online, haven't they? So, oh, that's true. Is that the same developer? Well, it's same publisher. Uh, Bethesda, yeah. So. Yeah, okay. Well, then maybe they got the skills. Is, it, um, is Elder Scrolls Online doing well? I don't They seem to be releasing a lot of content. I don't know how well it's supported, but there seem to be regular updates and, they, I don't know, they're constantly bringing out stuff and asking me to play it <laughs> okay. um i don't know it's quite a departure from fallout to, to switch to that i mean it's quite a legendary single player experience to suddenly mix that up i mean it's not like fallout 4 was that on the go that they need to completely you know change the format i don't know how the sales went i think it was quite popular yeah I guess um, so. I imagine it's just a normal Fallout game. I think yeah. it's going to be single player. I don't think it'd work. It'd be cool to kind of share the experience with other people, but it becomes a whole minefield of like keeping track of a person's individual progress still and stuff like that. And it's unless it's that, like all online, it wouldn't work. I don't. Really. I don't think it'll be a proper Fallout because I think they'd have called it Fallout Five. But I can, I can yeah. see something with the base building and you know mm-hmm. try to stay alive or something like that going on because the base building was quite a big. DLC pack that I think it was a wasn't especially polished, but given a bit of time, they could do something, you know, Fortnite style where yeah, that's probably what they're thinking. Goods and build a base. Yeah, like oh. yeah there's going to be a lot of Fortnite clones, I think, yeah. coming at E3 this year. Um, so as for other leaks, um, Jack, you had an interesting one, interesting one yesterday. Yeah, so apparently a person that leaked some information on Fallout 76, potentially says that there's a Sunset Overdrive 2 in development, which would be amazing, but I don't think it's true. (laughs) I think it would be good. The problem is Insomniac are working on Mm Spider-Man, which is just about to release, so I can't imagine they've had time to write another game at the same time. Yeah, exactly. I think it would definitely be a game-changer, though, if they could announce that on E3. It was a very popular game. Mm For sure, and very different as well. Proper piece of unique IP. But I don't know if Microsoft actually owned the IP for that rather than Insomniac, so that would be interesting. Yeah, so even if they had another studio developing it, I think we spoke about this, but it'd be difficult for them to get the same feeling that Insomniac did. Yeah, yeah. Sunset Overdrive has a very unique style, and you imagine that if it didn't have the same development team, it would either be a sort of weak copy, or they'd have to change it completely, really, to do something fresh. But uh, yeah, I think it would be hard to to do a, a sequel to that game unless you were Insomniac, so it's an interesting one. So not um, Insomniac are due to finish Spider-Man, obviously, soon. It's that, I think it's out this year, isn't it? Yeah, it's the, out next month, isn't it? They could have been, you know, had a small team working on it and kind of, you know, just put out a little trailer at, just at some point, just to say. Yeah, yeah I mean, it could still be a year and a half away, I guess. Yeah. Um, they could probably be releasing it end of next year, maybe. So that would be really cool. I'd love that to be a thing. Um Obviously, Forza Horizon 4, we are 99.9% sure, will be announced. Yeah. 
Um, have we, anyone seen any other leaks? Was the split? I can't remember if Splinter Cell was on the list or not, but I'm pretty certain we're going. I'd to like a new Splinter Cell. Because see some Splinter Cell stuff. They have been doing some stuff with the license recently, haven't they? To make sure yeah. it doesn't. And yeah, I they stuck it in Rainbow Six, didn't they? UB have got two unannounced games at E3, but they could be. They could be anything. It could be just dance. It could be <laughs> anything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'd like a new um, Rainbow Six uh, Vegas. Oh, like a, uh, they seem to be all in on the siege, though. Like they're really well supported. Yeah. Aren't they? That's a shame. I really enjoyed those games. Any other leaks? I can't think of any more that I've heard this week. There will be loads more popping up this week, I'm sure. There was loads of gears stuff. I think that's pretty much a given in it. Gears, Halo, Gears Five. There was stuff Ge- going around. Gears today. Hive with four million achievements. I don't know who said it. I can't. It was on Twitter that they were talking about. Mate, they might be up to three kind of gears games in development. There was like a wow. Gears Five. There was um, a Gears kind of Halo Wars style, do you know, like an RTS. Oh, well, RTS. Yeah. That'd be yeah. interesting. And then like a, a, a battle royale because everybody gets. Because you've got to have battle. They're having a battle yeah. royale, so you never know. Gears of Royale. Yeah. Okay. Good question, though. Yep. Thank you, Doctor Mpai. Question of the week this week is from Andrew. He's asked uh, with CFEs finally getting a campaign. Do you think this will be enough to draw people back into playing it and sticking with it? Or has the damage been done already by its lack of content at launch? Uh, this is a really good question and very interesting one. Um, from the people I know that are big Sea of Thieves fans, and there so are a few of them. Mark. <laughs> yeah. And just just Mark. <laughs> no, there are a couple. There are a couple. Um, they said that when this dropped, there was a notif- noticeable shift in the way people were playing the game. There was a lot more people teaming up because apparently this is quite a, you know, you can't do this solo. You need to be working with with other teams and you don't, because it's time limited or some of it is time limited. You can get some, uh, if you complete it in the first two weeks, uh, you get some unique skins and uh, equipment or something um, that people wanted because there is a distinct lack of that sort of thing in there at the moment. So the the whole attitude of the the universe has, has really shifted. People trying to complete this with other people and not getting there was a lot less griefing and people trying to muck up other people's um, gameplay, which obviously makes it far more interesting uh, game to play. So people that are already playing it are absolutely loving this, and I wonder if more positive stories coming out will get people back into it. I mean, I've still got it installed on my console at home, so could be tempted to get back into this but i think you need crew that's the problem so if you haven't got a set of people that you want to play with regularly or you're already playing with regularly i think it's going to be quite difficult to be drawn into this they probably want to come up with a nice single player campaign yeah um that might be enough to get people back into the game i'd certainly give it a go if there was a decent single player campaign i think what would be a good idea for them is if they've got something big similar kind of thing that they can add you know to put them on stage again at e3 because oh, I think yeah. now that it's been and gone and it got quite a bit of a... I mean, it didn't get bad reviews, did it? It just didn't get great reviews, which people say now if it's less than a seven, it's rubbish, basically, is what a lot of people think. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think the damage has kind of been done, like you say. Like, I I, I didn't even know about it until Mark wrote, like, a, a guide on how to do it on the on yeah. the site. I'd, not, I'd stopped paying attention to the game and paying attention to news, do you know what I mean? So... Maybe if, if you, you get are it back playing, in people's eyes. If you are a Sea of Thieves fan and you are looking to play this, um, it's called The Hungering, isn't it? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hungering uh, of the Deep. Hungering of the Deep. Yeah, there is. Mark has written a really good guide as to what you need to do to complete it. So check it out on the site. Um, Jack, did you have any thoughts? Is it too late for Sea of Thieves? Um, 
I think there is definitely some damage that's been done. Uh, it might get some more people to jump back into it, but with it being time limited as well, people probably won't jump back in quick enough. I don't think it's. Well, gonna... it's worth saying that it's only the. It's only the reward that's time limited. Uh, okay. The campaign's there forever. Okay, so that's quite a nice incentive still, I suppose, to get people back on now, and mm. yeah, it might. It, it will definitely help it. Yeah, it can't hurt. Can't no. hurt, can it? Thank you, Andrew. Good question. Uh, any more cues? Yeah. So, Derek Peak, what are you hoping for as far as features for a new Elite controller? Do you think it will be announced at E3? Yeah, and we had a similar question from Michael, uh, who asked, what's the biggest non-game release you want to see from E3, uh, such as hardware? So um, I I hadn't seen any rumors on there being a new Elite controller, so I, I was reasonably surprised to read this question. There's Is been that a, a lot. thing? Yeah, there's Has been there? a lot. Okay, I'm totally out of the loop. Um, I love my Elite controller. I think it's a great bit of kit. I've gone through two. and Have you? <laughs> yeah. That's terrible, isn't it? That's the opposite of Elite. Yeah. You see, that's bizarre, because I see a lot of posts on reddit of people saying oh, the grips have fallen off and stuff like that but i haven't had any issues with my elite controller at all i don't, don't play any games though yeah that's, well, that's, that's probably why <laughs> he was just sat there in the box <laughs> i had before it was brilliant. Yeah, well it seems to be like some people just have issues with controllers and then other people are, yeah seems to be fine with dave's them, got but... big fat hands though haven't you dave? <laughs> no but i've got kids that's what it is okay kids get, hands. get rid of the kids I, I, like the grip, the grip didn't Trump. fall off it first. That was definitely a thing that happened uh-huh. to me. And then this one, I think it's probably my son's dropped it because it's like drifting. You know, one of the sticks. Oh, yeah. that's the most annoying thing. Can yeah. you not fix that though? Because it's all removable bits. I don't know because the the normal controllers you can get into the screws on the back, but the elite with the rubber grips on, I don't know if you can get into them screws or not. And I tried my best to see if it was under warranty. I was like, do you know, I'll just put an Xbox One X and that. Can I get it with that? <laughs> but no, <they're> <laughs> um, so if there was a new one, do we need any new features? <sighs> uh, I think it'd be cool to have more. Uh, you have a bit like a one and a two switch on it, and you can have two different controller profiles. Um, so two different okay. mappings for buttons. I think it'd be better to have more of those. Maybe okay. like that's something I would never use. Four or five. Oh, but... Interesting. <laughs> you can set all that up, can't you? Custom like in the app. Is that? Like you can do it on normal controllers, can't you? You can go in and... Can you? Okay. Remap yeah. all the buttons. Yeah. Um, yeah just but the no... controller itself, I think it feels lovely. It's really nice weight to it. Uh, I I could do with a feature that helps me complete RPGs. <laughs> that that could be in there. Big ba- big fat button on the back. It says finish game. Uh, I'd be pressing that constantly. Uh, any other hardware that we want to hear announced? No. Last year Next. seems to be the, the... Last year with... The X was the big hardware year. Yeah, I? I'd rather they just anything. left it alone just did games this year. Yeah, uh, Connect 3. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Connect. I want it back. <laughs> uh, okay, I can't think of anything either. So uh, let's move on to new achievement list, which we've had uh, loads of this week. Yeah, so we've had standard ACA Neo Geo. We've got Ninja Combat with 12 achievements. A uh, big one we talked about earlier was Far Cry 3 Classic Edition with 43 achievements. That's got all of the online co-op stuff removed. Yay. Um, Sega Mega Drive and Genesis Classics dropped with 25 achievements. Quite a lot of people were excited about this game. Or collection of games. Mm. Uh, We've got Yuko's Island Express, which will be streaming next week with 31 achievements. I'm going to buy that. Um, Agony with 35 achievements. So I watched the trailer for Agony. (laughs) (laughs) 
I am confused. Don't watch the trailer unless you're over eighteen. Uh, even then, don't watch the trailer. Well, you can. You've got our review coming, which um, you can look forward to. Okay, excellent. Well, hopefully, our reviewer loves it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the. Uh, I read Nasco has cut a lot of content out of the game, and they're not actually allowed to patch it back in. So. Yeah, but even that, like, the game seems to be a bit of a broken mess. Like, yeah, like shouldn't have been released. Not because of the content, just because it doesn't work. <laughs> okay. It uh, sounds like everyone's going to have agony that plays that. Oh, amazing. Right, then we've got uh, Zam Redux with 18 achievements. We'll be streaming that next week too. The Fox and Forest with 15 achievements. Shift Quantum with 32 achievements. Rento Fortune Monolith Tycoon <laughs> <laughs> with 30 <laughs> achievements. Sounds like some... I think it's a Monopoly ripoff from what I understand. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, and then this was really interesting one. Mm-hmm. Three games with the same name-ish, mm-hmm. for, but but not separate, um, like, 330 DLC packs. Like, it sounds like it's episodic content, but three separate lists of 1,000 Gs. Yes, yeah, so this was a game that released on Steam, and I believe the chapters were DLC on Steam. Okay. Uh, but on Xbox, somehow they've... Managed to push for separate games, which is fair enough. Um, 14 achievements in each of them for a thousand game score in each of them is for Journey Down Chapter 1, Chapter 2, and Chapter 3. Okay, so we've got it down as an adventure point and click, and I don't, we don't have prices for this. I think one of the achievements in uh, one of the packs definitely has an achievement for finishing the chapter in under 40 minutes so it doesn't seem like it's going to be okay so it could be a nice oh yeah the first one complete the game in 40 minutes or less yeah so it could be a really quick so it could be two hours if you extrapolate that for three thousand gamer score yep potentially tasty wouldn't it but we don't know how much it's going to be it might be like 20 quid a go so probably not worth it in that instance but if you like point and click adventures there's probably a lot of easy score for you there Mm -hmm. Uh, next up we had mining rail with 48 achievements What's this? Uh, it's, it's, why is they laughing at mining rail? It's just got to be a rip-off of Minecraft. That's, what, it's, that's all I can I think it's okay. literally just a minecart on a track, and you can sit in it. <laughs> wow, okay. Amazing. So it has, <laughs> amazingly, all of its 48 achievements are secret. Right, one mile in a minecart, two miles in a minecart. Are those the actual achievements? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, hang on, we can actually reveal them. Uh, somewhere, oh no, they look like they've got proper stuff. Somewhere, <laughs> anywhere one, level one. Somewhere on a track of any world, level one to five. What does that even mean? <laughs> somewhere <laughs> on a track. Oh, the descriptions are all somewhere on a track. What does that mean? That's bizarre. No idea. Is it like yeah, collectibles? Good luck doing the guide for that, whoever does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not buying that game. It hasn't <laughs> even got a proper image. <laughs> okay, uh, then next up after Mining Grail, we had Awkward with 31 achievements. Then the Illusion, A Tale of the Mind with 19 achievements. And lastly, on Windows 10, we had a game called Miami Street Hit. This is a free-to-play game. Looks like it takes ages to complete, and that's got 12 achievements. So free, and I was going to go, yes, and then, yeah. I think no it's microtransactioned up. I just had a look at some screenshots from Mining Rail. It's, um, I think Jack called it. It's just basically sitting in a cart <laughs> going along some track. If you get gamer score for it, I'm happy to do it. But okay. 
Uh, well, yeah, you will do. <laughs> um, okay, so new releases. There are. Oh, we had a load of ACO Neo Geo Windows 10 games, but it's not really worth mentioning. No. Next week, we've got Omrush, Tuesday the 5th. Uh, we have Vampire, Awkward, Heimrich, The Infectious Madness of Dr. Decker, Arigami Shadow Edition, and Shaq Fu, A Legendary Born. <laughs> Uh, we have the Hours of Darkness uh, DLC for Far Cry 5. Yay! Definitely playing that. Uh, Shape of the World, Riddled Corpses X, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon, MotoGP 18, and ACO Energy Running Heroes. Uh, any of that float your boat? Onrush, definitely for me. And Shape of... Uh, sorry, and DLC, the DLC for Far Cry 5 I would definitely be playing. I'm quite interested in Vampire. I saw the 55 minutes of um, gameplay that the developers streamed the other day. Okay. What Looks type of game is that? Like, I've not really paid attention. It is an RPG uh, set in... It looks like it's set in London because it was... Um, they're mentioning Whitechapel as a location name, but you play a vampire... No. And it felt a little bit watchdogsy in terms of you, Ooh, okay. you look at people and it pops up a little box telling you what type of blood they've got, <laughs> what diseases they've potentially got. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's, okay. it's well worth checking out the footage for, I'd say. It's a full price game. Uh, £50, yeah. pounds, you can pre-order it now. Okay, um, great. Thank you, everybody. Uh, E3 countdown has commenced. I'm very excited. Uh, we will see you next week when we'll be getting even more excited as we get nearer to E3. So thank you for joining us today, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. bye.